What's up? What are you guys doing? It's Saturday. You know what that means. I spent all day doing nothing. Yes, sir. What'd y'all do today? Oh, it's it's the Weekend Review Podcast, if you forgot. If you clicked on the wrong thing, um, you might as well stay here now. Got some stuff to talk about. Um, I didn't do very much today. I already said that. It was one of those Saturdays where I was in bed all day and I felt like I needed to do something. So after, I don't know, I think it was three or four, I decided I should go do something. So I went record shopping and I came back with um, three vinyls and a single. Um, The vinyls were Quarter Flash, self-titled, Ice House, I think Sidewalk. I don't have them in front of me. Let me look. Ice House. Yeah. Ice House, Sidewalk, and Curiosity Killed the Cat. Let me see what... Oh, wait. They don't even have it on. All they have is the greatest hits on Spotify. That's one of the reasons I wanted the album. (laughs) Uh, So Curiosity Killed the Cat. That's the third one. And then the singles from John Parr. Um, It's all 80s stuff. And which wasn't intentional, but just whenever I saw an album cover that I thought looked cool, I would look up a song and play it, and it all turned out to be 80s stuff. Quarter Flash has a female vocalist and a male vocalist who change depending on the song. They're pretty good. That's the one I've listened to so far. I listened to the first half, but then I started working on the album reviews for today. So, yeah. And I didn't spend, like, more than 15 bucks on all four, so that was pretty cool. Whenever I can find a cheap vinyl that I'll listen to, or just listen through a playthrough just to get, just to hear new sounds and stuff, so that's cool. This week, um, I don't know, this week was pretty good. But before I get into that, I want to shout out Micah real quick, because he'd been listening to the podcast and getting back to me on it give me feedback a little bit so thank you i appreciate it and i hope you're having a good day listening to this cutie um but yeah this week i started working with a new guy like i said last week and i didn't think that i was gonna get along with him because he seemed i don't know too serious um just like he would be a hard ass or like a stickler but we actually had more in common than i thought um it it all started just trying to make conversation and you know uh well let me start from the beginning i'm sorry the day didn't start very well because with home inspecting basically we have an app that we put all the information into and that's how we make the report and he told me that i wouldn't need to use the app that day that i could just follow him around so does that sound fucking fun to you like my, my job is taking pictures of shit on my phone and drawing arrows to it and checking other shit, obviously. But my job's already pretty simple, hands-on, and now I gotta just walk around and watch him do it, watch him take pictures of stuff. Uh, so yeah, I was pretty upset at that point. I was just kind of, I don't know, not moping around because it's a job. So I wasn't, I was still doing work, or I was still, you know looking and stuff but it was obvious i wasn't super happy um but he he kind of 
I don't know. He talked about it and he said that it was just to make sure that I get the basis of everything. And that makes sense. And after we did that, we haven't done it since. So just a thing I had to get over with. But he was trying to break the ice or whatever. And he started talking about concerts. And he said he was going to go see this band called the Heartless Bastards or something. And I, I was like, oh, what, what genre is that? You know, I've never heard of them. And he said, Americana. And I don't think I've ever listened to Americana music. So this gave me like a weird kind of thought of like his music taste, you know, Americana. I, is that like that Swift John Stevens, Steven Swift John? I don't remember. Fucking weird shit someone I used to know was into. Anyway. Then I brought up, oh, I'm going to go see Dance Gavin Dance in um, October, hopefully. I was supposed to see them in March 2020, but y'all know how that went. And so, yeah, I brought up that concert, and he was he asked the same. He was like, oh, what genre are they? I haven't heard of them. And I said, math rock. It, and then I started to explain it because I don't, not everybody knows. And I was like, well, basically, they do different time signatures, and they change it up. He's like, oh, like Tool. And immediately my face lit up. And I was like, yeah, I like Tool. And then we, we just spent the rest of the day talking about Tool. And I found out that <laughs> he's a way bigger Tool guy than I am. I mean, he was talking about songs that I've heard like once or maybe haven't even heard of. But I was nodding my head, you know. I wasn't going to let the momentum of the conversation fall. So, yeah. And ever since then, we've been talking about just different bands and shit every day. Kind of like me and William would. So that's awesome. I think he plays guitar and stuff. He talked about being able to get through some of Tool's shit. And Tool is like really hard shit. I mean, like I, the only thing of Tool that I can play is the... Um, I can play the chorus for Schism. The... And he said that he could play the guitar part for that. But later in um, later in that song, the, there's a crazy tom groove that the drummer does. I can't even remember how it goes. Um, who's the drummer for Tool? I feel like I should know this. It starts with Josh, doesn't it? No, it's Danny Carey. I'm sorry. He deserves a lot more respect than I just gave him. He's fucking badass. Um, yeah. So we were talking about Tool and shit, and he actually suggested one of the albums that I'm going to review this week, which was Queens of the Stone Age, uh, self-titled, from 1980... Oh, goodness. I do not have shit together at all today. I'm so sorry. 1983? 1998. I'm fucking stupid. Oh. I don't know how Bill feels. Bill Burr, I, I watch this. That's the main podcast I consume. Some days he'll just be complaining about his own, what is what he's talking about and his delivery the whole time that he's going through it. I understand how he feels now. Today just feels like an off day, I guess. <sighs> Do you think... I had this idea the other day. Do you think it would be smart to tell your kids 
to use their time wisely. And expanding on that because I can already hear my mom texting me or, you know, well, I did that. Da, 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 da. Well, obviously, ob I mean, yes, she told me that I should use my time wisely, but she didn't really explain the what's what's the word? Uh, not crucialness. Essence. No. What is it when time is of the essence? The valuableness i don't know just the impact that wasting time can have so if is there a way to make a kid realize that because if you could then you could have prodigies in like everything maybe that's how badass musicians start yes this is the point i'm getting at i want to get my kid on instruments or whatever they're going to be good at or whatever they like early, like skating or joke telling or sports or dang, that was a little bit of projecting right there. That sports was a save because I don't do sports, but that was definitely me projecting onto my kid. Did I just discover how that happens? <laughs> Did I just, why parents push all their shit onto their kids? Oof, that... I didn't even know that was in me. <laughs> but yeah, man, I just like if they start something young, they'll just be a badass at it by the time they're older. I spent all my time playing video games. Is that where I fucked up? Wait, is this is this me coming to the conclusion that if you're going to use your time wisely, you can't play video games? I did not know this is where this thought would take me. And I don't like where it's taking me, so I might stop. Because I don't want a kid that doesn't play video games. That's weird. What kid doesn't play games? That's You're missing out on general knowledge and pop culture to discuss with, with your peers. I mean, most of my friends I've made are through video games or... Yeah, just through video games and online shit. I don't know. This week I went on a walk. I don't do that very often. It was supposed to rain outside and me and Aiden were chilling, so couldn't skate. So we took a walk. And somehow the walk was perfectly routed, I guess, so that we were walking straight the whole time, didn't have to turn around or cross anything twice. But we walked in on one curb, like on the left side, or sorry, sidewalk. We walked in on the left sidewalk, and we walked back out on the right sidewalk on the opposite side. So that was really fucking cool. I told Aiden when we got there, I was like, I couldn't take that same path again if I tried to. Uh, he said, we just went straight and made two rights. And I'm like, yep, and I would <laughs> I would have put the rights in the wrong place. But uh, we had a really nice talk, and... I don't even remember what we talked about, but it seemed like the time just flew by in a different way from skating because we could actually communicate without having to yell over the sound of concrete. I'm tired of people trying to upcharge shit at Smoothie King on Fridays. If it's a Friday, I'm clearly only at Smoothie King because I don't want to pay full price for your shit and I want to save money. So why are you trying to upcharge me 
for peanut butter and and cinnamon and energy boost. What is a fucking ener- just caffeine? I mean, I don't know. The point is, every time I come up here on a Friday trying to save money and get myself a nice little breakfast or lunch, they have to ask, do you want to add this, this, or this to it? And I'm like, no, that's fine, or no thank you. And the last time, they took my, no, that's fine, as a, okay, that's fine. And so they had to remake my shit after me getting, after I pulled up there and asked them why it was $8 instead of 6 and then I was kind of late to my job, but it, that wasn't a big deal. That wasn't why I was upset. I was upset just because of the whole fucking, no, I don't want this extra shit. If I wanted it, I'd fucking ask for it when I put the order. I would say, okay, here's what I get. Here's what I normally get. Vanilla Hulk. I get a vanilla, the Hulk, and a 32-ounce styrofoam. Because styrofoam, as bad as it is for the environment, that keeps the cold in better. And it's easier to hold than plastic because my hands don't get cold. I know, I said, I felt myself sounding like a bitch saying that, but it matters, okay? Especially when I'm going, like, every week. Just stop trying to upcharge shit. I get that's your job, but you don't even make any money. Smoothie King makes more money. I guarantee you they don't get paid extra for selling, upcharging shit. Like, maybe it's a Chick-fil-A type thing like I did back in the day where you get a reward or a prize or something. But even then, like, if they say that's it's fine or that's fine, they probably are not agreeing with you. I'm pissed off over nothing. Uh, that's just what I gotta keep telling myself. I found a cool YouTube channel for music this week. Or not this week, it was today while I was not doing anything, just surfing through YouTube. Uh, it's this guy called, or his name is Isaiah, but his YouTube channel is called Isaiah the Playa. And it's just cool music content, kind of like Fantano. Uh, just his taste and some other, like he made a video about Eminem's d'angelo bailey the bully the dude that sued him way back in 2003 and he made a video about this guy on youtube who thinks all celebrities are like clones of each other and basically he thought that mf doom was faking his death especially because he's wearing a mask and a mask doesn't show his face so it could not be him and all this other stupid shit but isaiah is pretty pretty cool pretty funny um Put me on to some nice songs. He has a cool... or Actually, he made a new YouTube channel. It's now um, Isaiah Zeke. But on that channel, he had a video about instrument... Or not instrumentals. Samples and where they came from on certain songs. I want to say... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He started with two Suicide Boys songs. Those were pretty cool. Um, the sample from Wavy Bone by ASAP Rocky. That was pretty cool. I've never heard... Never seen that one before um yeah just if you want more music content on youtube another nice channel to go follow okay i think i have oh no 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 i don't know if i've brought this up before because every time i sit down to do a podcast i write out like i'm looking at it right now i write out all these 
uh, bullet points to talk off of, but I end up leaving off some every time. Just I either forget or I gloss over them. But every time my property, every time I have a problem and I email them to fix it or I put in a request, they come in and fix it or don't fix it or half-ass fix it and have to come in later again because my dishwasher is flooded inside and clogged and they should have fixed it the last fucking time, but they didn't. But yeah, every time I send in a request and they come fix it or not fucking fix it, they have to send me five emails afterwards asking me to rate their fucking service. And how how likely it is that I want them to come, or that I want other people to come live here, my friends. What the fuck? Yes, thank you so much for fixing that fucking shit that was wrong with your apartment that you knew about, or you didn't know about. Either way, thank you so fucking much for fixing your mess. Fuck you. I don't give a shit. No, I'm not gonna sit... It has problems. Why would I recommend it to people? Okay. It's time for the song, or not the songs of the week. Wait, haven't I done the songs of the week yet? Fuck. <laughs> it is time for the songs of the week. All right, first one. Suspicions by Larry Lovestein and the Velvet Revival. Um, this is Mac Miller's Jazz Side Project. So if any part of that sentence interests you, you should listen to this. They're, the whole project is pretty good. Um, this one, obviously, uh, Suspicions. It's about a guy who isn't sure about the girl's intentions. Um, I really like the drum sounds in this. I like the use of bongos in the chorus and nice soft muted chords in the keys um the whole song is just easy to vibe to boom i hope my suspicions ain't been right all along uh yeah and then the next song is yeah five times by starlito and don trip i actually found out about Lito from this dude that i used to work with at buffalo he was kind of the wing plug. Um, his name was his name was Chris, but there were a few Chris's, so we all called him Light Skin Chris. He was pretty awesome. He was one of those dudes who didn't talk a whole lot, but when he did, he kind of put you on to stuff like this. Uh, he he would be the one with the, his speaker in the restaurant every day or every time he was in there, and he would normally be playing some Lido or some other similar shit. Um, but yeah, he put me on. He was a really cool guy too. I don't remember why he quit, but. He did quit. Um, nice vocals in the sample on this one. Don Tripp and Lido just have really good synergy. I mean, that's why they have three uh, Step Brothers albums together. Um, but yeah, they have really good chemistry, and they go back and forth for the last couple bars. Uh, Don Tripp, on his bar, he said... Where I'm from, we'd rather die than let you take the stash. That ain't just a sack. My whole future in that paper bag. That's how I feed my babies while my baby mama's bitching. I'm, to I'm too close to the edge. It's best you keep your distance. My uncle fighting addiction. My people fighting convictions. But I gotta go get it, no matter the conditions. Shit be overflowing. I'm just trying to find a lid. Be careful with the fire. Trying not to burn the bridge. Uh, nice flow. Go listen to it. 
Leto, I like his voice. That's just, <laughs> that's the main thing that sticks out about him for me. Um, yeah, go listen to that shit. All right, and now that we've done the songs of the week late, let's get started on the album views. So, like I said, the first one is going to be the Queens of the Stone Age, Queens of the Stone Age self-titled album. Um, this one is oh oh okay here it is here it is this one is I feel like it's definitely more instrumental focused than some other rock stuff. I'm a lot of the sections in this the instruments will do all the talking. And in most most of these, the lyrics aren't really the center of attention. Like, there are some catchy lyrics, and there are some lyrics that stand out, but most of the time, the lyrics are, like, on the back burner for this, if that makes sense. Most of this has a lot of nice, just classic power chords, but a lot of the other songs, like I Was a Teenage Hand Model or Spiders and vinegaroons i think that i don't know if that's even an actual word but they have completely different feelings it's kind of weird to have them on the album together um spiders and vinegaroons is just kind of spacey plucking with a weird sample interlude or sample transition into mostly drumming over a sample I really like the drum sounds, though. It's really rough. And he even starts adding, like, stick clicks at the end of it, which could be on... Well, I'm sure it might be on purpose, but also he was just going at it. So it might have just been... And he just went with it. But I liked it. Um, There are a lot of cool guitar moments on this. I feel like this definitely... Like, if I listen to Tool for the drums, you probably listen to this for the guitars. There's a solo on almost every song and a lot of cool ideas like in You Would Know where Josh Hom, that's the vocalist, he also plays guitar, bass, keyboard, everything but drums basically is Hom. And in You Would Know, he plays a riff but stops at the top of it and then in the chorus he finishes out finishes out that riff and fully fleshes it into this kind of cool power chord jam and then ends the song with a little riff to clear the palette to clear your palette for the next song the bronze which is a lot softer with distant chords and then kind of condenses into the track which has a really cool solo on it also really like the drums on it and they they match the hectic energy in the guitar um Back to Spiders and Vinegaroons, the the plucking on that is also a really cool moment um, for Hom's guitar. It's just him filling the space in different ways. And I really... There's also some nice spots for the drums on this album, too. S- some solos, definitely nowhere near as close to the guitar. But the drums aren't boring on this. It's not just, you know... It's not basic shit. Uh, I really like the business in the set, just all the shit going on, and you can't quit me, baby. And um, I already said the drum sounds over spiders and vinegaroons. Uh, I like on uh, it's one of the last songs. Which one? 
oh, give the mule what he wants. That was like the tastiest guitar lick to start off. It was really funky with a nice snare hit. And then it just um, goes into the the core, not the chorus, the fucking song. And the bridge was really nice. Like a kind of like a wailing guitar thing and nice fills in the drums with some uh, vocalizing from Hom to give it like a nice, I don't know, weird vibe. I don't, I don't know what to call it. Um, I liked the drums on Mexicola. I thought he did really good, like at helping accent the guitar with where he's placing the kicks and snares. Um, you kind of have to listen to pick up on it, but it's nice shit. Um, and like I said, this was recommended to me by the dude I've been working with this week. He he started off by telling me the about the lead singer who started off in Caius and then went to this and then helped Arctic Monkeys a little bit on their album Humbug. And he's also in Them Crooked Vultures, which has... Dave Grohl, who, I mean, every drummer should know Dave Grohl, I feel like. So that's how I've heard Josh Hom before, through them Crooked Vultures. Um, yeah, this one was really good. It was. I think this is the first rock album I've reviewed on here. It's kind of weird to start off with this one, because I don't, you know, I haven't listened to it. I figured it would have been like the Black Album or some shit. That I talked about first, but yeah, there that was pretty good shit. Next, we got Trust the Sopranos, which interrupted me from listening to this to uh, Queens of the Stone Age originally. I came home from work Friday and I started listening to Queens of the Stone Age, and then I saw the Benny and Thirty Eight Special drop, and I was like, "This can wait," but. Yeah, this um, BSF and Trust Gang joint record, it shows the range of all the artists. Um, led by lyrical heavyweights like Benny and 38 Spech, you know, they carry their own part. But this showcases some of the lesser known talents on their in their perspective groups like Che Noir. Oh my goodness, I need to listen to her. She's like first up on my list of artists to check out next. She can keep up with Benny lyrically and do it all without talking about her pussy. And that that is just goaded. And it shouldn't be when it comes to female artists. But um, I don't know. I'm going to listen to more of her. She's got really good shit. Like on Price of Fame, she said, We sit in courtside. I don't watch the Lakers from a skybox. Road to riches. Most crash because of blind spots pin game cold invest my figures and i buy stock my drip game cold could squeeze a river from an eye drop like when i heard that i was like fuck when i heard that road to riches most crash because of blind spots yo that had me sitting there for a second um or El Camino, who's been on some of Benny's stuff before. Um, but on this, he gets his own song, Corner, where he holds up with a nice flow. 
Also, Ampicino, who I, another artist I've never heard of, who com- brings a completely different sound from the rest of the BSF gang. Um, setting a whole different vibe on Tokyo Drift, which his voice goes well over unexpectedly. Uh, nice production on this. You've got some of the newer sounds from Benny, like Immunity, which was a, a really triumphant beat with nice ad-libs that add to the song, or like Spineless, which was a more active beat with stabbing piano chords. Uh, Newer shit, kind of like his burden of proof type stuff. And then you've got the classic grimy dark beats, like Long Story Short, the dark atmosphere with the rough hats and the snare. And um, that song has Heem, someone else who I've never heard of before. Uh, he almost sounds like a younger Conway the Machine in terms of his lyrics and his flow. And he has a good verse on um, Load Up, too. But the chorus is just so fucking dog shit that I skipped it. <laughs> um, Price of Fame is another one with a really nice kind of classic instrumental. As soon as I heard the beat, I knew it was going to be a banger. And I mean, it was just every every verse on that got better than the last um I lost my place. Uh I lost my place. I lost my place. I lost my place. Oh, and there's also completely new stuff like I said Tokyo Drift earlier, which has nice vocal samples and kind of like it's it's more produced than the other sounding than the other stuff if that makes sense. Or Silent Death, which I feel like it was a good mix of new and old production. Um, new as in the uh, melodic side of it. Um, old as in the like the the drum sounds, the just the roughness of it. It kind of brings it back to the classic grimy shit. Um, but the 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 production in that actually reminds me of Held a Ghost by Surrender Dorothy, which was sampled in an X song I don't even remember at this point but if you listen to Held a Ghost by Surrender Dorothy that's got kind of the same atmospheric shit going on as um Silent Death with the I, I my favorite part of Held a Ghost is the drum sounds the it, it just really packs a punch um but yeah that's what it reminded me of on this I think my favorite song from this was Blue Money because the instrumental was kind of wacky and hard at the same time because, I don't know, the kick in the bass and the hi-hats over it just kind of draws it back in. Fucking classic Benny and 38 Special joint. You got a great verse from Benny. Okay, you made your little songs and sold your little drugs. Don't let your Twitter buzz turn you to a little thug. Ask about me and my resume dipped in blood. You know with a past like mine, they'd be quick to judge. And Spesh, Ayo, could make an hundred... Oh, hold on. Ayo, could make an extra hundred large if I break up the weight. Only thing I can't afford is to make a mistake. Crack game like the rap game, but ain't as safe. If we got the same plug, we like label mates, huh? You know I'm heavy-handed when I paper chase. When I put cash on a table, the table breaks. And I pump bass like 808s and put powder in the pot like tomato paste. And just keeps going. Yeah, that was easily my favorite song on the on the record. Um, 
Ransom was another good artist on this. He had a nice bar on Spineless. I'm trying to hang it up, but the street's calling. My man, he told me the plug, we need drugs, but he seesawing. I'm free falling. Keep it brief when I draw. I call that free balling. You ain't got time to keep score if you gonna keep scoring. Older, thought I was Peter Barnes. I used to keep half a brick inside a VCR. Downstate, I made the biggest, just leave the yard. They wouldn't give me space so I can shine and be a star. Delete your bars. Um... Yeah, nice shit for on this one. Uh, just more good music from Benny and the gang. Benny and the gang? What the fuck? Am I talking about Scooby-Doo? <laughs> uh, that's all I got this week, I think. I know I was supposed to have a guest, but... To be honest, I low-key saw this coming. Just the group of friends that we normally hang out with and everything. I kind of figured that... It would get rescheduled or pushed back or whatever. But I'm not tripping. It's going to be fun when it happens. And it's going to be nice to have kind of a switch up on how I do things. I'm sorry if the podcast was a little rough this week. I felt it too. I don't know. It was just harder for me to get into the groove of things. But this week or... Tomorrow or next week, I'm going to be starting my actual school for home inspection. So we're going to see how that goes. It's a 90-hour course online. I'm not really looking forward to it, but the sooner I finish it, the sooner I can start making more money. So that is always a good motivation. More money is... More money... I I don't want to say it makes life easier, but... It definitely relieves some stresses from your mind. Like if you don't have to worry about bills and shit. That's why I try to pay everything off all at once if I can normally. Oh, goodness. I don't think I really have anything planned for this week. How about you guys? Didn't some of you graduate? <laughs> That's so weird to see. I gra- It's weird to think that I graduated a year ago today. Even though technically I've been out of school for way over a year because we got out in March, didn't we? Yeah. Spring break. I skipped. I skipped the day before spring break. The last day of school. I skipped. I didn't even know that it was going to be my last day of school. And I skipped it. Doesn't that kind of suck? I mean, yeah, it's kind of awesome because I skipped school. Fuck school, right? But... If I would have known that it was going to be my last day because of everything going on, I would have said bye. (laughs) I would have came to school and said bye to some people. Maybe gotten some hugs. Shit. Anything more than what I did, which was nothing. Well, what can you do? I bought concerts to a... I bought concerts. I bought tickets to a concert this week. Me and Rahelia are going to go see City Morgue whenever they come to Dallas for his birthday. It, it, yeah, it's on the same day as his birthday. That's going to be pretty fucking cool. If it happens. Oh. I have I've three. That's my third ticket that I have to a concert right now. And I'm just hoping that none of them get canceled. Because how I already have one that I've been. One fucking can I've been kicking along the side of the road for a year now. I don't need two more to just keep get canceled and rescheduled. So I hope that's not the case. Man, I don't even... I didn't even think... I mean, yeah, I thought about that, but... 
I don't know. I'm I'm positive. I want it. I want to go. I miss concerts. Just being able to enjoy something around a bunch of other people and you're all enjoying the same thing and you're all putting your energy towards like one common appreciation, I guess. I don't know. It, it, it's a good environment. Even when it is moshing and going crazy and shit, there's still like, I don't know. It's, it's all an experience. It's all getting to see shit. And I want to see these motherfuckers play live. So let's hope that we've gotten enough people vaccined and we've gotten enough fucking shit done to where we can have concerts again. Does that sound good to you? All right. This week was a mess, but we'll pick it up next week. Um, Might have a guest next week. I don't know. I'm not going to keep saying that every week at this point. I think I'm just going to put it out when it happens. And I also might do two that week. So, like, there would be a normal episode and then there would be an episode where it's just me and the guest or whatever. That's probably how I'm going to do it. And, yeah. All right. I'm done. Have a great week. Be safe. Listen to some new music and uh, try something for the first time. Or if it was like food or like going to a place, going to a store that you've been wanting to go to, just try something. Get yourself out there. Yeah. All right. This has been the Weekend Review Podcast. Have a great week. <laughs>